1: G.I. G.G.S.
0: No. Roderick. Is there anything that Leno Messi is better than you at? It's your opinions. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Add it up. Add it up. Bankroll. Your euro, hey so. Add it up. add it up, understood me. Everything is on me. Oh, you matter what. Add it up. Late, no what, oh, the told it if it's all me, everything is on me, gonna back it up matter what Told you I'ma do me, why you hating on me,
1: it's not adding up I do roll like a Mack truck, country heart, I'ma cop a farm and go set up like scars, I was cold hearted, now what I'm what back up Keep me real, I do this what once a month, talking? I don't rap I'm
0: much. much I just hit the money and go stack There's up only like buy that. a car, car cars and get it up the it don't matter much, you only climb me, I put the
1: letters up, no fault, I done doubled up on the workload, I think I fell in love with the bankroll,
0: pray up, get money, then we lay low. Yes, guys, I'm sorry Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. Welcome to Rodri Giggs on football. We are here live to talk all things uh, the beautiful game as uh, as we fly through as many stories as we can in about 45 minutes to an hour, somewhere somewhere in between then. But uh, lots, to dis- lots to discuss, as always. And uh, as usual, I am joined by none other than uh, expert Banger, Aberystwyth Town, Salford City, FC United forwards. Mr. Rodri Giggs. how are you, my friend? You good?
1: Yeah. Don't forget Mosley. One, two
0: leagues there. Can't forget any of them, mate. I'm gonna have to get like a big long list so I can read through them each every every show. Um You good though, mate? Yeah.
1: Yeah, good mate. You? After you saw. Yeah, just just been playing
0: the violin for his sore throat, guys. You know, oh, mate, yeah. oh, oh. I just it, it's just been it's kids, innit? As soon as they get it all, they just pass it on, like and they just feel yeah. been feeling rough all week. But there we go. Such is life, my friend. Um it's
1: me playing the violin. Go
0: on. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? I just noticed that the Twitch stream is not gone. I was mingling last week to be fair. Oh, don't know why that hasn't gotten. There it is yeah the twitter stream didn't go That's weird oh well um yeah so mate loads to discuss obviously last week we spent quite a lot of time a big portion of the show talking about united so i don't want to spend too much talking about the same things and that i will ask you a bit about the scott mctomney show and whatnot but um before we get to that i want to talk about man city because it's funny right you look at the table in the premier league and it's Pretty close. Like, there's no, like, you know, like all the news is United are, you know, 10 Hags under pressure, this, that, and the other. But actually, United are like eight points off top, and they're five points off Liverpool in fourth, and they're only a couple of points behind the teams in front of them. Yeah. Man City have lost two on the bounce, three on the bounce, I think, in all competitions. But you don't hear nothing about it. And it's really, that's like strange to me, you know? But, um, with regards to Man City, do you think are they bad losers? Like you see, Kyle Walker, um, you don't know what was said. Granted, but the guy—I um, can't remember—I think he's free kick set piece coach has offered his hand at the end of the game as Kyle Walker's walking off the pitch, and they've ended up in like a bit of a scuffle and whatnot, and it's all broken up as usual. Like, is that like just because they're not used used to losing? Is it? Do you think he said something? Oh, there's a bit it's of high a intense game that the, winners,
1: the winners you tell me a winner who likes losing you know it's, just lost in the last five minutes and we are not not privileged to to what goes what goes on behind, behind the season and what the real situation was there but yeah they're, they're bad losers but you know so my have just got beat five you know five minutes to the end to you know to our foot, to our nearest rivals last year. Probably our closest rivals this year, so these games matter. I know it's yeah. early in the season, but you know if they win by a point or two points, they, that'd be some of the game I wanted them. So, um, yeah, it's uh, sandbags, aren't it? Really? Like, stuff. Yeah. That go on, it's just sandbags, isn't it? We really like a bit of it, bit of this, don't we? It's all like pushing and shoving. Anyway, there's no headbutts, there's no flying elbows, or you know. It never
0: gets. It's too much well, speed, it? Yeah,
1: it's nothing.
0: It's just, it's weird to me, like, because I see what City, have been, Man City have been up to in the last couple of weeks. You know, they have not been playing well. Results haven't gone their way. Yeah, all you do seem to see in the in the papers and talk sport and the radio and Sky Sports is just United, 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 talk, you know, Ten Hag, players don't like the manager, leaks and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, they're not the only... Team. The only club which is having uh issues should we say so i just i find it fascinating that uh like yeah, everyone's got
1: issues you know, when you're winning these things get masked and, and they don't become that relevant but you know if, if 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 a team continuously wins and then gets beat you know it's it's, it's big news and you know these these teams get rattled and we see that, like at the end of the game but um it's always been and touching on what you're saying about Manchester. It's always been big story with Manchester, bigger than any, any club it's the biggest club in the country and arguably the world. So and it, and it sells more papers and and gets more clicks. So it's always been the case.
0: Do you um on like the Arsenal sort of city type thing? Do you think Arsenal are genuine title contenders now? Like, do you yeah. do you look yeah. at them and you think like, said, if yes, anyone's going to challenge?
1: I, I, doubt, I, I, doubt I have.
0: He's haven't got a real, you know, goal scorer. Yeah, and I mean, even like when Jesus is fit and, and firing, I don't really see him as like an out and out. No, no, so, number no, nine who's going to get you 20, oh, 25 goals.
1: So, and the kids are, would have to chipping with twenty, and, and Jesus chipping with twenty. I don't really see that. In and no. out. So, but that's what they're going to have to
0: do from know. the league. Absolutely, they yeah, are. Yeah, I think. Um, you know, I look at players like they need to keep Saka fit. For instance, I feel like I know Martinelli got a got a goal the other day. But to me, there is a he eighty-seven straight games, mate, and then, then played,
1: yeah. Then they played him too long, and they have not looked after him, but too. too don't looked after him the best because he played that the the, the three days before against Bournemouth, they were four nil up, they were four nil. And they brought him off on the 86th minute, 85th minute, something like that. It's not giving why not bring him off 60, 55, save his legs, rest him? But they haven't done that. They've tried to play him, play him, play him. And now, there you go. After 87 straight games, which is a lot, now he blew up.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I just... Arsenal, like, I look at Arsenal and I just... Like, I look, I think, right, if Saka was out, like... Say so you look at some of the injuries United got, just for an example. So you've got like Luke Shaw's out for four months. You've got Martinez probably out for about four or five months. And, you know, the list is endless. I think they got 16 players out at the moment. Like, <clears throat> if Saka was gone for four months, do Arsenal still win, you know, just still keep churning out the wins? No. And I just, I don't think they do. I, I really don't. And I just think... That's the problem.
1: They haven't got the depth...
0: But we've that was, a, wasn't that team, the point of, the, team, of
1: got these got players? Team the Declan Rice coming in has made a massive difference to him. Mm. But they haven't got the depth where City, no, arguably have the depth because they've got rid of Gundogan, Mares, big players for him. And they brought in his Doku and Doku and, and, and Kovac. Kovac. Mm.
0: They're
1: okay players, but not the. Gunderhand, because was a big player from last year. He scored a lot of important goals. He scored at Wembley in the first minute, only 25 yards out. So, he scored some important goals. Well, do we see Kovacic doing that? No. Do we see this Doku chipping in with 10, 15 goals like Mahrez did? No. So, you know, they've got some problems as well. Drealish doesn't look fit. Uh, Foden can't really get a run of games, even though David- Kevin De Bruyne is out. So... You know, it's not even hunky and dory there, but you still think with the quality they've got, they'll still be, you know, the team to be.
0: Yeah, like, you kind of think they'll still, even with the sort of issues and, and injuries and in this, bat, you know, this drop in form, you still expect that when the, you know, when, it, when the shit hits the fan and the squeaky bum time, whatever you want to call it, they'll be, they'll put a run together. And uh, so they'll be there or thereabouts, even if they have a you know a poor season. You know, they've
1: they, they, they done the World Cup. People forget about that. The World Cup this time last year was, was building up. So they've played a lot of football. And uh, yeah, but yeah, when it comes to the crunch time, after Christmas, you see where you're at. And obviously after Easter, that's when it gets going. So long way to go.
0: It's fascinating, mate. Um, so does that mean, if we're saying, or you're saying, that Arsenal you know, are title contenders, does that mean that Tottenham and uh, Postacoglu are title yes, contenders?
1: Yes, they're there, they top of the league. So yeah, they're the team to catch at the minute, playing good football, they come out of nowhere, no-one's expecting it, or Harry Kane's leaving, Tottenham are going to be rubbish and they're better wouldn't it no be ironic to, 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 to no one to depend on everything people have got to grow up and, and, and take responsibility and they have the done great acquisition with madison um very very good for 40 million pound up now our top clubs well top the my top club but, but the bigger bigger clubs didn't, didn't pick him up because he's a footballer mm. he, he scores goals and he makes goals so, yeah, it's interesting they, isn't it because 20 million more you pay for Mason Mount it wasn't with me that so it's just bad business terrible business I would have took it I would have took him when I first seen him the third, when he played when he went to Norwich I, see, I was live i seen him at Old Trafford I was there and he played Norwich and we won but he was the best player on the park thinking so he, he's a good player and we should have got him but he just come to Norwich
0: it's weird isn't it because like you know people like us and other podcasts and, and you know, all social media people, like, everyone was kind of pointing towards Madison and saying, well, he would be quite a good signing for United. You know, he's cheap, blah, blah, blah. No, Arsenal, have it, £60 million. Come on, Yeah, Madison, it's got Madison in there, and it's a just diff- massive difference, isn't it? And
1: you save yourself £20 million
0: quid. come on. It's very strange, isn't it, like, how... Certain managers and, and clubs oh, just terrible. don't seem to. Just, just Do you think me sometimes me. they, they try to be super. Way people are bent and
1: someone's getting greased somewhere because these players, £60 million for Havertz.
0: You know, £60 million for Mason Mount. Like, at least with. So, right. I understand. Like at the moment, Mank doesn't look like anywhere near that type of player. But no, it's, it's potentially actually. Oh, no, yeah. I'm being. You can look back. He's done it. No, he's it. done it previously, so you can at least look at that and go right. Well, at least he's produced on the highest stage, like Champions League finals, things like this. So you can see, right? He's had one bad season, which was last season. So you can kind of go, right? Is it worth you know taking a gamble? Okay, but I'm just like, going. it has been shiked, mate. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, but I'm just going off. No, Gordon, forty million.
0: No, oh, Jesus, I still can't get over that. Mate.
1: Madison, forty million. No, but these are cheaper Gordon players. Looks, who Gordon look looks like a good play at Newcastle now. He's quick. Uh, no, I know. I've, I've got all the hands on once I've seen him this year. He's looked dangerous, quick, a bit, a bit volatile, but
0: I think He's I like, like a bit of that, though, mate. I like a bit oh, of it. No, no no, no no! But he just, just,
1: just need to control it. He just needs to control it of, yeah. not team in trouble. But
0: yeah, I I'd like the look of it. Uh, well, wouldn't it be I'd ironic, mate, right, if um, Tottenham end up in like a, the title race, like you know, come the end of the season after Harry Kane has like you know been trying to do it for years and years, he leaves and then they're right back in it. it. Yes, football, in it,
1: that's where
0: life that goes, in it. Yeah, I mean, Reese, who watches the show regular, you know, he'll probably be in the comments now in a bit. He, um, he was saying, you know, when Postecoglou took over, he said he really fancied him to, to kind of take Spurs on and really do a good job. I like his squad and I like the way he sets up. I like the mix of kind of youth and experience. It reminds me a lot of like those old United teams in the 90s when you just had like a lot of young, hungry players who like they hadn't really won anything at that point. So they were just hungry and all they wanted to do was just win, win, win. And I look at... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just
1: fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown.
0: And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Some of these Spurs players, I'm not saying they'll go on and do that, but just their attitude to each game reminds me of that that hunger. Like, Basuma's been, you know, sat on the bench for a season and a half. He's come into the side now and he's like, he looks like a guy who's just hungry for it, just wants to play and and kind of implement himself on games. Um, when you look at, like, the current sort of top 10, say, down to, your, say, top 11, down to Chelsea, who do you think falls away? Who do you think, you know, ends up around the sort of top six, battling for the top four, etc.? So you've got, like, Brighton, Villa, West Ham, Newcastle, Palace, United, Chelsea.
1: Oh mate, it's a tough one because I would stick at the minute Villa, Newcastle, Brighton, Chelsea, United. Little group there. Then you've
0: got Liverpool, Arsenal, City, Newcastle. No, Arsenal, yeah, then three. So, yeah, I think I look at the top four now, which is Tottenham, Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool. And I think on form and on paper, they probably have the strongest squads, apart from Chelsea, because Chelsea is like almost like a team on his own. You just don't know what you're going to get with them. Villa... I think i have got a great manager and they've got a great first eleven. I think after that is where they have problems. Brighton looked formidable and fantastic at the start of the season. And then the last two weeks have suddenly looked very, very average. So I wonder whether... Yeah, they've come
1: back from being down against Liverpool, so that's, that's normal. Yeah,
0: but I mean, they took an absolute spanking, didn't they? Was it 6-1 the week before? Not saying that... You know, everyone has an off day and stuff like that. But I just wonder whether that's a sign that maybe, you know, some, I don't know, maybe some of the players are tired going into the international break or maybe teams are, you know, coming up with plans to to negate their tactics, whatever it may be. West Ham's an interesting one for me because James Ward-Prowse can't get in the England squad, which is still mental to me, um, has just been con- consistently great and he's dragging spurs uh, sorry dragging west ham through games and and even when they're under a bit of pressure in games it's his looking after the ball he rarely gives the ball away he's battling he very much takes the pressure off him and i think they look better without declan rice by quite a considerable amount i think they've strengthened really really well I'm not saying you know that's not necessarily a dig at Declan Rice because you know no, but that's that's a si-
1: that's a sign of a good, well-organized team where you can take someone out and bring someone in, and it doesn't really affect it's it. Like
0: the collective. That's,
1: that's a good, solid team because you know Declan Rice is he's a good, very good player, but it's not a Jude Bellingham or a Zinedine Zidane or Perlow or you know, Stephen Gerrard. Come on. Nice so you're saying, he's, saying good, he's not a 100 player. million pound player? So I'm sure you can get someone for 40, 50 million, which they have. and he's, oh. so
0: Well, was, I tell you, what I think cool. would have been a great sign-in for West Ham to complement what they've got is Scott McTominay. I think he would have been excellent to yeah, go with great. what they got with Ward, Prowse and some of the others they bought. I think he would have been a great sign-in to, to really sort of... To bolster those ranks and i think um <clears throat> it's interesting because you know mctomney's obviously playing against spain for Tottenham uh, for spurs this evening for scotland this evening and um he's off the back of you know scoring two in injury time for united will that resurrect his united career has he got something to offer because you know most united fans i think were when that west Ham bid came in for 40 million i think most united fans were like right thanks but tara have you changed your opinion? Would you keep him at the moment? Like I think, you know, right? Say January now, you still got a few injuries. Would you keep McTomney, or would you? I, try would, and give another, flick I him? would give
1: him another chance now. Another run of games, after him score that couple of goals, and see if it's a, you know, it's a stepping stone for him.
0: And, would uh, be interesting, mate. Sorry to interrupt you, right? It'd be interesting. Right. is Ten Hag always tries to play him as a holding midfielder, whereas for Scotland he plays more of like box to box or attacking midfielder. And now they've got Amrabat and Casemiro. It'll be interesting if McTominay does get a run of games, where they get some Casemiro,
1: because Casemiro looks suspect. Plus, you can't get about the pitch.
0: I got an interesting stat for you on Casemiro, mate, or well, not a stat, but a, a fact. Um, free, I was uh, reading a thing which said pretty much every season in football he's played for Madrid, and. Um, I can't remember what the team was, he was where before, but, but um, before Christmas, his stats are not great. And then from around November time to the end of the season, they almost double in um, like quality, if you like, which is quite interesting. So he's clearly like a slow starter. And if you think back to last year when he came in for United, he did start slow. But then everyone kind of put it down to you know Premier League, new country, blah blah blah. It yeah, was on the bench at
1: first, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, McTomney was keeping him out the side at first, wasn't he? Because McTomney was doing all right. And I yeah. think he, you know, they were just getting Casemiro slowly acclimatised. But it's kind of interesting because I see, you know, the social media fan, which we always laugh at, is like, you know, they're writing Casemiro off. Ah, oh, he's finished, he's this, he's that. Like, I just think he's got history of being pretty shocking in the in the first half of the season. I don't know, you know, for whatever reason, he seems to, to struggle. Like there was a season a couple of years ago where in the first half of the season, he was getting booed by Madrid fans because he was so bad. But then by the end of the season, he was so good. He was like, you know, the top dog and, you know, football fans are fickle. We know this, but, but I kind of, I'm interested to see, is this the, you know, the, the start of the decline of, one of the great holding midfielders of the modern generation, or is it just another season of him starting slow and come Christmas and after Christmas, he's going to be back to his best? Because I think everybody, even people who are not watching United, saw Amrabat coming in and think, God, they make a really good partnership. And it hasn't quite happened for various reasons. Obviously, the left-back situation and stuff like that. And I think at the moment... I think if you had a left back, I think people would probably want Amrabat in ahead of Casemiro, wouldn't they? Probably, yeah. But it'd be interesting, Mid, because um, I do think he's one of the best holding midfielders of the kind of modern football. But you can't play as badly as he has been and keep your place in the side. Uh,
1: whatever you know, you have to go with them stats, and then and, you
0: know November's only around the corner, so yeah, it'd be interesting because he did he did all right a couple of weeks ago didn't he he had like a, I can't I forget which game it was was it the Palace game when he gets yeah.
1: isolated or you know he's made a mistake by giving the ball away
0: but is that um, where they've tried to play with like um they tried to play with Mount and Bruno didn't they and then use Casemiro yeah, but that's just the, nothing to do with
1: that that's him just switching off and mm. it's a five-yard ball he's given away
0: yeah well, yeah yeah yeah, yeah I mean but he's but given he, the ball away like, a lot he's he having a look over his shoulder and it's it's, it's, it's he do not give the
1: ball away, but there's obviously just, you know, two mm-hmm. and and the ball away.
0: It was a goal. So I've asked the question in the title is, um, are United as bad as the media portray? So my question to you is, are they as bad when you consider that they've got three of their first-choice defence out, the keeper's struggling to acclimatise, they have got... St- Uh, I think on Saturday for Brentford, they had 16 injuries because they've had a few players back. Like, I know like Ten Hag and and some other people have said, you know, they don't want to use things, injuries as an excuse. But it is a reason why United are having problems this year because they've got so many injuries. You know, they had a striker which they couldn't get in. Stuff like that. Like, Regardless of whether you want to use injuries as a Excuse it's a fact, isn't it? That they've got a shitload of injuries. Who united?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, she can't know why. In the way from it, the left back, right back, down two, no, three
0: left backs. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, 16, it's, it's 16,
0: 16, 13 players
1: coming who's injured, and players aren't on it, just not on it and they've, they've been exploited so you know it's a good end uh to an international break and then see where they are from when they come back hopefully no one, come, no one comes back injured again or to leave you with less players but we'll just take it from there and see what happens
0: i think we united one number one they'd be absolutely i think i've said this numerous times like they'd be mental mate to sack ten Hag. And like, did you hear what Alan Brazil said on Talksport? So he outright said that a United first team player had told, I think his mate it was, but basically it said it came direct from a Manchester United player. First Who said that? Player, Derek, uh, not Derek Brazil, Alan Brazil, All right? Um, yeah. And said that the the players are not having Tenag was the terminology he used. And do you know what? I, I said to my mate, I said if I was the United board. I would go into that changing room the next day and I would get all the players in there and I would say, um, Eric Tenag's going to be, we're in discussions, have extend his contract for a new 10 year contract. Um, anyone who's got a problem with that, come and see me with your agent and we'll sort out a move for you. Because I look at what those, a lot, a lot, a large portion of that dressing room time and time again for the last, well, how long did Fergie, since Fergie left, 10 years? Yeah. 10, 10 years, time and time again, it's the same cycle. They start off alright, then they go shit. Then the leaks start, and then, and you hear all these things in the papers about the players are not happy with the manager and the extra training and all the bullshit. Like, how about play for play for the badge, play for your team, play for your for, play for your manager, and just shut up and do your job? You get paid a shitload of exorbitant amount of money to play football. And I just, like, I had a bit of a rant last week, so I don't want to go off again. But it's frustrating to me because they should just get their head down and work, shouldn't they? And I'm not even on about, Jane, you know, I haven't even touched on and Sancho. But, like, I'm on about, I think, look, look at Harry Maguire, right? Regardless of what you think, for some reason, the international break is the Harry Maguire show, where every international break he just seems to do every interview and everything. And it's all, like, the same cycle. But, like, he didn't get his move for whatever reason. He kind of shut up about it, didn't moan, didn't go to the press, didn't do this, didn't do that. Just shut up, trained hard, and waited for his chance. And then he's played a couple of games recently and done quite well. I thought he played as good as... He's certainly been better than Lindelof was on Saturday. Lindelof's been shocking. I don't care what anyone says. This season, I don't know what's going on with him, but he has been absolutely terrible. Um, but Maguire looked pretty good on Saturday, like you know, yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree. bad backup defender, <laughs> you know, they like the defenders, they like to defend, yeah. But he's got his head down, kept his mouth shut. He went in
1: when the when the when the forward dropped, he went all the way in, even if he went into the, the own half and put pressure. In. I like what he was doing, yeah. He, was, he looked, looked on it. Did played well on clean sheet, should so should we get a good run? It should let them two now have a good run of games, let them two just play.
0: So, who was it? It was Maguire and Johnny Evans. Yeah, i play unless varan's back, I'd probably play Maguire. No, no, no,
1: I, no, he's made it, made
0: it a couple of errors.
1: Of him. Leave him,
0: get let him get fit, is it? Yeah,
1: so strengthened himself up or something. I don't know. He's injured every two minutes.
0: Well last season that's what they did didn't they when Ten Hag first came in they sent Varanoff to do strength, from Finst- first, yeah, uh, strength stark, and fitness Yeah Finst- um, I think United's next game is Sheffield United away then they've got Copenhagen in the Champions League and then they've got City uh, at home in the league so the the next two games are winnable regardless so I would probably agree with you I you know after the international break play Maguire and Evans for those two games. And then you can have a look at Varane's fitness and against Man City, because I don't think you want to play Evans necessarily against Man City if you don't have to. But I think they need a left back, mate, back. They need one of them back, regular on someone, just so they can play Amrabat in midfield. I oh, know. Yeah, it's just such a strange one. It was to listen to me on the podcast last week when I said
1: Lindelof left back.
0: Yeah, they played him, didn't they? I I don't know what's going on with him this year, though, mate. He's been absolutely awful. Mm. And at the end of last year, at the end of the season, he, when he came in, he looked really good. It's a weird one. Uh, on weird things, mate. Talk to me about Birmingham City, right? I had a bit of a discussion of this yesterday with, on the Cardiff show, but um, so they sacked John Eustace as manager. He was doing quite well. They're like, you know, they're in the playoffs. They're having a good run of form. They've been playing good football, got a good mix of like young and and experienced players. He's only been there 15 months, but they got wins that Wayne Rooney was available. And uh, they've sacked John Eustace, binned him off straight away, got Rooney in, Ashley Cole, assistant manager, John John O'Shea, first team coach. Can you understand it? Do you think it's a bit poor? Where do you stand on it? Because I know the general consensus yesterday in the chat was it's a bit piss poor treatment of John Eustace and like Rooney hasn't done that much as a manager to bin someone off who's doing well just because you've got the opportunity to get him
1: this never ends well it never <laughs> ends well it, 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 I might be mistaken because they've got a few quid now
0: and they might be, I'll have backing but you know, didn't Zola go there and they do this yeah they did exactly the same thing with Zola they they binned off a manager who was doing well because Zola became available, paid him a shitload of money, gave him money, and he, he, they went downhill oh, real quick. It'd be interesting, mate, because I, yeah, it'd for. be
1: interesting. You know, they're up there, so he's under pressure now straight away. Under he was up. under
0: pressure at Derby, wasn't he? And I think me, me and you both agree he did. He did about as much as he could with Derby, under the constraints that he was under. Like, yeah, he did all that. Yeah, he? he's
1: had a full preseason knows his team, knows who he's playing, now he's going to come in, do I stick with it, What? how the, what they've they been playing, or do I change it? It's big um big disruption for no reason. Yeah. When they're in the sixth in the playoff position. It's a strange one. Disruption they could do without. Don't get me wrong, he might come in, and, and if he's smart, he won't touch much, just to tweak a little few things. If he
0: comes in and tries to totally change it, then he'd be an idiot. Yeah, well, there could be problems then. It's interesting, like you look at the backroom staff that he's brought in straight away with him. He, so he's brought in, you know, Ashley Cole, arguably one of the best left-backs to ever play in the Premier League. Uh, John O'Shea, you know, multiple titles and European titles and the rest of it. And then obviously Wayne Rooney himself. But he's also brought in Carl Robinson, who's played, you know, League One, League Two and Championship, you know, managed at that level as well. And same with
1: Carl Robinson. Which which one's he?
0: It's the so there's two Carl Robinsons in there. There's the one who managed MK Dons, and then there's the other one, Carl with a C. I think it's Carl with a C, the one who played. He played played for Sunderland, Uh, Yeah, I think. Sunderland uh, Sunderland. He he played for Wales. Yeah, he did play for Wales. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I know him. Then I know him. I've I've actually
0: been on a night out with him. Yeah, I know what you mean. But it's interesting because, and they brought in uh, Peter Shuttleworth, who's coached at that level as well. So, like, he's brought in a mix of, like, elite players who've played at the, you know, the top level. And then also players who've played at championship level and some coaches who've coached at that level. So, he clearly kind of, um, you know, he's not just going to go in there and say, like, I'm Wayne Rooney, this is actually cool. I can do as we say. Like, he's thought about it the the personnel that he wants in there. Obviously, John O'Shea played in the championship as well, didn't he, for Sunderland? But um, if you if I asked you, if I put you on the spot now, like, what do you think it'll be a success or a failure? Failure. Interesting, because I know you rate Rooney, you know, really highly as a like a. It's I mean, it's, 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 it depends it's on the depends. on asking for trouble, isn't it? Yeah. And what if those players, like, if all those players really, really, really had an affinity to? Because it's the early days in John, uh, John Eustace's managerial run. He there. will have done. He will have done. So he won't. He won't have lost many players in terms of, you know, the, the the dressing room and stuff like that. Because it's early in his run. So if they all love him, Rooney's already. Yeah, exactly. balance that if We're talking little
1: percentages here. It's a championship, so everyone can beat anyone on any day. It's just little minor details if he changes or uh, disrupts his or players are not comfortable uh, just little tiny things you know it's all it takes and like i say the championship anyone can beat anyone
0: yeah it's different such a difficult league and mm. i think um sometimes the mistake that like premier league players make who've never come down and played in the championship is when they go in as a manager they try and do things that they did or or that you know they do at the in the Premier League, but it doesn't necessarily work in the championship. Like no, the but championship. he's experienced before and he's been there before. Yeah, he has been there in like the championship. He knows what it's all about. So he's got
1: that advantage.
0: Yeah, I thought mate, I thought Wayne really did a great job at, Yeah, he arguing. did
1: he really did well on under, under very, very difficult circumstances, but he still didn't climb that mountain, but it was very close and it was you know it was almost impossible. But he nearly you know, had people talking like us for, for weeks so it was mathematically impossible but yeah it was um you know it's people you'll have people's respect straight away it's just like i say minor details but i'm, I'm on the fence
0: Hopefully it goes it goes right but you asked me a question just yeah it. yeah i think like ultimately i want to see some new managers you know get, in the premier league and championship like I, i've said this a lot before i'm up for seeing the same managers doing the same getting the same jobs i want to see different managers getting the opportunity to you know to, to to succeed and then succeeding so hopefully he does succeed because i look at the way steven gerrard and frank lampard went and i wasn't impressed so that was, that was my belly rumbling Yeah, you know, you're a hungry boy in you um yeah. did you watch the Wales game yesterday, mate? No. All the youngsters. No. Um, I was doing a podcast in the pub, so I was um I didn't see it all, but I've I've sort of seen the highlights. Very young squad. Um, a couple of the young players. Oh, I was it? Well. Yeah, it was down Wrexham way. Uh one player who really has stood out apparently was Charlie Charlie Savage. Um some people sort of really big enough his performance I think you've got to look at the opposition to me um, like like, people, you can only, you can only do what you, you can do like you. you can only um, play who's in front of you
1: yeah it's people who work in Azda and
0: stuff like that yeah of course it is. It's, it's difficult isn't it but you know he's still got to do it uh, but they had you know people like Kiefer Moore played and stuff like that scored a couple of goals oh, Yeah, the confidence really good part-time players yeah um and obviously they got the it's Croatia I I don't think Wales will qualify I gotta be honest I obviously want them to I just I I think it's going to be very very difficult for Wales to to qualify from where they are and the start they've made they do qualify
1: does he get sacked?
0: yeah I think he'll um no I'll tell you now but if you look at the fixtures they've got they've got Croatia at home And then they play Armenia away and Turkey at home. Okay, if they lose all three of those games, he's done. Simply because they won't be able to qualify. And I think there's already pressure on him, on him, because I think the problem he's got is the fans weren't, 100% hundred percent having him anyway. If you remember way back when we did those shows in the Euros when he took over when he took over, stepped in for your brother, um like there was a lot of people questioning his subs and his tactics, but the general answer at that point was, well he stepped in at the last point, you know, the last moment, you know, he's got to do it's not his team, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But then he was well, still team, not like
1: can transfer
0: people. No, of course. But then in the World Cup in Qatar, he was to blame for that. He did make poor decisions. He did, you know, not make the changes which could have influenced the game. And Wales were poor. And from a group that we should have at least come close to getting out of, personally think we could have got out of it, we were shite. So he's got, a, you know, he's obviously, that's down to him. It's his squad, it's his players. Um, it's totally different, aren't it? But One's played in high intense
1: games most of his life and one's not so and mm-hmm. one's well, uh, will see the game different than, than the other so that's where it's shown it in then
0: you know top competitions when the decisions you have to make you have to be the right ones um so someone asked me a question this uh, someone asked me this question the other day um so i'm going to put you on the spot a bit we haven't talked about it before the show so if you don't want to answer it you don't have to oh. answer it um do you think there's any chance that your brother ends up as Wales manager ever again. I was just thinking
1: that then, you know, um I don't know, you know. He's thinking, you know, why why wouldn't he? But
0: I like know. if Paige if Page if Paige does lose the next 3 and gets sacked, Wales don't qualify. And I think if they asked him back, yeah, he'd go back. And so it's a
1: way back in, he's not going to get much abuse and he can he can
0: build his career back again. I mean, if you look at it from a purely footballing point of view, like he was doing a good job with Wales up until when he finished. Well, that, um,
1: took, that took time though, well, didn't it? Because all them yes. young players that he blooded through, now you've seen the rewards of it. Obviously, you didn't see with Miss Brooks, but Brooks was a big player for him as well. Until he had, had that, you know, that cancer. Obviously, he's, thank God he's recovered from it. But he was a big player, um, and and other young guys as well coming through. Um, and he had to get the old ones out, you know. It's so yeah, it was a process that. And obviously, he had the, the X factor with Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey. He just needed to build around them with the young players that were coming through, which he did. And then Robert Page obviously took it on, did well to
0: get them to that to finally get them there. But then obviously, when we got there, it was very poor. Yeah, and I, I and like you look at it now it does feel a little bit like a team in transition because you've got like, obviously Ramsey's the captain. I know he's out injured at the moment, but you know, he's out, uh, he's the captain and they're kind of building around him with very young squad. You know, you've got like the likes of Harry Wilson and Ampadu and Nico Williams, you know, good Premier League players as well. And then there's another sort of, um, what's the word? Like another wave of youngsters like Charlie Savage and, Broadhead and these players who came on, you know, who played last night and did well. Yeah, these they...
1: players, these players are returning against
0: Gibraltar. No, I know, like... I know, I know that, but British even in the 23s, Alex I was, was in, more looking yeah. at the 23s. They've been doing well in the 23s. And I been on what? the benches. But if you, I think like, for, so let's use Charlie Savage as an example. Um, Last year, for United, he was on the bench a couple of times, came off the bench a couple of times, did all right, looked all right in preseason, and then you know just played under 23s football all season, which I think is pointless. The 23s system is shite and it's not worth the paper it's written on. It doesn't do enough to get players ready. Whereas, is well, he if, better if off? He play, can, is he better oh, off playing week in week out for Reading? Probably. He can, he can move. You don't have to
1: play in, in the 23s. He could say, "Can I go out alone somewhere?"
0: Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, he's gone. He went to Reading in the end in this summer, and you know he's oh, playing. I mean, he's, he's sitting, sitting. sitting it's,
1: the, it's crap on the 20s. He, he would have known that. if dad would have known that. So yeah. why didn't he say, right? They go on loan somewhere for for a year.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. Um, but from from his point of view, in terms of playing football, he's probably, he's surely, he's going to be better off playing week in, week out for Reading. Hundred percent. Yeah, in degrees and yeah. look. You know, if he's got any if he's as good as what people are saying, someone will sign him for the championship or the Premier League anyway. To be honest, I've not really seen much of him. I've seen like little
1: bits and he he looks decent. Yeah, but... I've seen bits. I've seen pre season games, bits when he's played he's played a lot of preseason games actually, last this year, last year and this year.
0: But um yeah. He looks tidy to me in the clips I yeah. see. He looks his tidy. Dad was tidy. His
1: dad was technically tidy as well. He could take three
0: kicks. He will not just uh, to just run about. He, yeah, people underestimate dad, how good his dad was, don't they? I'm not saying he was like Zidane, but he was... Well, he he could still play, yeah.
1: still play. He was a Premier League footballer. He was Premier League midfielder. He just got under people's skin. Just writing about. But he could, when he got older, he could play as well.
0: Yeah, one of them players who you didn't want to play against players
1: that you didn't want to play against you could you just know you're just
0: going to end up just doing your head
1: he's like a little wasp <laughs> uh, just yeah just any chance you would to, to round smash him do him you'd you take it
0: yeah i've heard he's um off the pitches i've heard he's like a, a top bloke like, right oh yeah he's,
1: yeah he's a really 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 nice bloke yeah he's like can't fun. do enough for people yeah, a few times, like most times <laughs> it was out a night out actually most of the time it was a
0: couple of times in that liquid oh yeah
1: Cardiff, yeah
0: jesus that's still that's going back time. i don't think so mate but you're asking the wrong person in fairness don't yeah, liquid, Cardiff, back in the day back in the day liquid wow um so of all the players who you like know or you've played with or your brother's played with or whatever which players do you think have got like they're so different to what they're like on the pitch. I'm interested in that. Like, which is what pitches players spring to mind where they are like, Aggie as fuck on the pitch, but then off the pitch, they're like, you know, nice and quiet. Or maybe they're quiet on the pitch and then like a nightmare off the pitch. Who's mm. got that Jekyll and hiding in him? York, Yorkie was a bit of a nightmare off the pitch, actually. We had a few drinks,
1: like, been all over the guy for like a floppy junk, bouncing yeah. into everyone, bouncing off everyone as he's walking out the club.
0: Do you know what uh, I can imagine him being like? Is like one minute you'd be talking to him, like in the pub or a club or whatever, and then and, you then he's, off. and he's gone, like, yeah, he's yeah. disappeared, like, yeah, and he's off, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't,
1: they not me, I can't remember, really. Can't remember there's so many times as well. That's so all the times you they it would be when they won chat when they won the league because they'd always have a, a do after it, she'd so always go, yeah.
0: There's so many, but I can't
1: really think it was like, yeah, out
0: out of, yeah, no. Do you know when um, do you have you seen Lee Sharp on? Um, I know you're not his biggest fan. Have you seen his episode of Under the Cosh, or have you seen any of the clips of it? No, no, so it said, um that when he was, like, when they were partying and stuff, he said uh, Fergie got him to get rid of his missus, his dog, and move back into digs or whatever. Like, she, he literally got rid of it all and sent him back to digs. which... Who, Scouse bird? I'm not sure, mate. I, I, I don't know if he names her or whatever. But, like, it was quite interesting that a footballer, a young footballer, like the manager, had that much power. Can you imagine... All
1: scared to death of him, mate. All scared to death of him because you, you you know, he's right. If you don't do that, see you later. Come from Torquay, mate.
0: Yeah,
1: it's just come from Torquay. Let's talk because obviously I went there, and the the scout who who scouted me was the same scout who scouted Sharpie because he's obviously from Birmingham, and this Mm. scout's from Birmingham, called JJ. Yeah, um. And he's always talking, about oh, Sharpie, you're
0: oh, not Sharpie. Yeah. Never fucking sure about it. So why aren't you a fan of him, then? I yeah. mean, Lee Sharp. No,
1: I'm not, 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 not a fan of him.
0: Just, just yeah. It's just... Clash of personality. Yeah, something something that he did that I'm not going to go into that annoyed, that annoyed yeah. me. So, yeah. Fair enough, you yeah. know. Sometimes there's those people you just don't get on with. Um, That's what I don't get. Uh, it's something that he did
1: that, okay. that, that
0: uh, When I think about it, it makes you want to punch me in his head. So oh, mate, you're gonna have to tell me that after now. You can't. Uh, I know you don't. Want no, to it, know it, was, it was at the. Tell you what it was. It was at the Belfry, right? Mm-hmm. It was at the Belfry and,
1: and something had happened. Not going to. Not going go I can't even go into specifics because I didn't, that I actually went. I got arrested for and everything. Yeah, well, alright, not
0: charged, so yeah. yeah with tell me after, because I don't want to cause you any issues. was yeah, at issue. the Belfry.
1: I got a few drinks, and someone got assaulted.
0: Um, so obviously it's the international break, which everyone is, you know, everyone loves and stuff, and we're all really looking forward to it going on for another sixty-five thousand weeks because. That's what it feels like it goes on for. I mean, Wales play Croatia on Sunday. So I guess there's that to look forward to. I just, the international break just kills me. Like, I just, we, I can't believe, right? We're, what are we? 12th of October, mate, right? We, this is the second international break. Surely, like, that's too many. Yes. Too much, isn't it? Too much. Crazy, mate. Crazy. Um, You like rugby, don't you? Yes. just going to win the
1: World Cup? cheering the boys uh, if Ireland get past the, 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 the All Blacks Ireland, oh, Ireland do remember, don't yeah. get past the All Blacks because Ireland I'm, I'm full of stats today Ireland have had nine quarter finals and nine defeats well wow. can they break the duck
0: so they need to get that monkey off their back really don't they Yes. and then if they do they'll have all of them away Turkey beating Croatia
1: Latvia beating Armenia
0: yeah, they're friendlies. Are they friendlies or are they... Is oh, that a, group, group games. They're proper games, are they? Yeah. Wow. Tur-
1: Croatia were they all in our group? Why are they playing? Yeah, the Croatian Turkey. Team? Do, you, do you listen to yourself? No. Why would Croatian Turkey, when in the group, play a friendly? Oh, mate.
0: I, I know we're there this week. I told you that. Oh, my God. It's been all over the shop. So, and Latvia, Armenia,
1: believe it or not, playing a friendly as well. They're in the same group. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? That'd be a medal, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, so that that's, that's so, gonna be good for us, then, no. Uh, yeah,
0: we'll I would have thought it. the turkey one's good for us. I'm not sure about the other one. I'll have a look. I'll have looking a look. i looking
1: now. Uh, oh, Latvia! Yeah, it's good that if Latvia win, they'll be on three points. Oh yeah, they obviously did win. Why is it not on the on the, on the table? Um, anyway, really good, Armenia though. have lost. Okay,
0: that's good. So that's for good. Us. that's very good for three us. Yeah,
1: that's excellent. For us they're winning, which is that that's bad for us because they'll. Oh no, they'll be on thirteen, and we'll be on There'll So whoever wins that will
0: be six points in front of us. Mm. Do you know they're what? Though, right? A draw really, could not we? Yeah, what would be really good is Croatia-Turkey draw. I tell you what, mate. If Wales could get a point, even just a point against Croatia, that would be excellent because they then I go into that. They, you know, they play, it's... but they play Turkey and Armenia then. I think I if you were able to
1: win
0: your in own then. games, yeah, I, I Croatia are decent, are not they? Yeah, like you say, Wales, Wales at home for many years, and the uh Coleman and your brother and that oh. were home games. Was we always used to you know get good results no matter who the opponents were. So, yeah. we oh. it. what was that now? Only change starving. Come on, mate, let's wrap up.
1: That's
0: it, mate. Um. Right. Gotta go and soothe my throat. Uh you gotta eat some food. Um I'm not quite sure what's going on with streams, the streams tonight. They were like they came on late and then they didn't come on, and they're up and everything now, and they'll up, be up for people to watch afterwards, and they'll be up on the sports social podcast network to download. Um appreciate you all for joining us. But uh we will be back next week to talk uh Wales what we're we gonna talk about
1: next week there's nothing to talk well,
0: about well Wales and Croatia for a start we'll do a quick half hour I think next week and just talk about the Wales and the what's the Scotland Spain score at the moment? Is it still nil nil? So you know but um yeah it'd mainly be Wales Croatia made next week I'd like to have a good chat about that because that's yeah, quite a week. A half time. Yeah that's a big that's right. game for Wales so we'll talk about that and any news and then we'll just we'll be in and out quick. All right but, Top stuff, appreciate you as always, mate. I'll uh speak to you in a bit, but in a bit, in a bit, mother, mother. Sports Social Podcast Network.